0: Welcome to Holy Haven Podcast. This is your host Ryan McNeely and today we are going to be doing a Q&A, a question and answer. I went and posted on my Instagram Uh, to give you guys an option to ask some questions. And today we're going to be answering some of those questions. I took down all of the questions and I do have all of the questions with me. However, I am not answering all of the questions in this one session. This will be an extended series. So we're going to be answering some of those questions today. Before we get into those uh, questions, we're going to pray real quick. So I'm going to ask that everyone bow their head and close their eyes and just focus their eyes on the Lord. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for wherever we are. We thank you that we are walking in the perfect plan and the perfect destiny that you have for our lives. Father, we thank you for the perfect purpose that you have for us. We thank you that your Holy Spirit lives inside of us and constantly guides us, uses us, and helps us to live the godly life that you want for us. Father, I thank you that we are in constant obedience to what you tell us. I thank you that we are constantly reading your word, that we are constantly praying every day, that we are constantly worshiping who you are and that we are constantly fellowshipping with your holy spirit constantly fellowshipping with you father constantly fellowshipping with jesus lord i thank you for the way that you are going to use us mightily in this world i thank you for the wisdom that you are going to impart into us today i thank you that as your word is going forth that you are going to make my tongue as a pen of a ready writer and that you are going to speak life and life more abundantly in jesus name i pray amen 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 All right, let us get into the first question, all right? The first question for our Q&A session is how to be a faithful Christian at school. Now, yes, we are in a world full of sin. It is very difficult living a life for the Lord, but it is not impossible. The Bible talks about how walking the straight and narrow path, but it's long, it's hard. But it's going to be worth it in the end, because in the end, there's heaven. But there's going to be another path. It's going to be short. It's going to be wide. And there's going to be a lot of people on that path. And it's going to be short and easy, but it leads to hell. So we have to make sure that we are walking the long and narrow path at all times, okay? just want to give a couple of scriptures. All right, we're going to go to Col- Colossians chapter three, verse twenty-three. All right, Colossians chapter three, verse twenty-three, in the King James version says, "And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, and not unto man." And the Amplified version says, "Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul. That is, put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for." Man, my goodness, I love the Amplified Version. This thing is powerful. Listen, being a faithful Christian at school, you keep in knowledge and you keep in mind that everything that you're doing is for the Lord. That you're not doing anything for any human being. You're not even doing anything for yourself. But the only reason that you're going into class, the only reason that you are respecting other people, the only reason that you, that you are respecting your teacher, the only reason that you are turning in your homework on time, the only reason that you are going the extra mile, the only reason that you are taking notes, the only reason that you are being an excellent student in school is because you are doing it unto the Lord. And the Lord sees what you are doing, and He is going to honor you when you do your best for him. When you don't do your best for him, then you're going to get mediocrity. The Bible talks about how God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that is what he shall also reap. If you reap mediocrity, if you reap cheating on tests, if you reap talking in the hallways when you're supposed to be in class, then you're going to get back F's in grades. Then you're going to get in trouble during school. But if you work to be an excellent child of the most high God in these schools, you, I guarantee you, you won't have these problems because God is going to see you working and he's going to be like, you know what? All right, I need to protect them. I'm going to protect them. I love them. They're doing whatever I tell them to do and they're doing the best that they can and they're working in the spirit of excellence unto me in their schoolwork. So let me make sure that none of these foul devils in this school try to attack my children, Okay. Another scripture says 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 21, 31. This is the Amplified. It says, I assure you, believers, by the pride which I have in you, in your union with Christ Jesus, our Lord, I die daily. I face death and die to self. When you are in school, you are surrounded by fleshly desires. You have to crucify your flesh. Yes, your flesh may want to go talk to her. Yes, your flesh may want to go talk to this dude during lunchtime, but you supposed to be in class. Yes, your flesh may want to hop out and go and cheat on this test. Yes, your flesh may want to go smack her upside the head because she says something wrong and ignorant towards you. But you know that you are not just a regular human being. You are a child of the Most High God. Therefore you know that your spirit who you really are you are a child of God. So let your spirit be a spirit of God and resist those fleshly lusts, those fleshly desires to go out and do what everyone else is doing. So simply how to be a faithful Christian in school, do everything unto the glory of the Lord and you're good. Alright. The next question is is manifesting witchcraft? Alright, I'm gonna repeat that again. Is manifesting witchcraft? Alright, let's look at the definition of manifestation really quickly. It says essentially manifestation is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. Okay, here's the situation Manifestation without God is evil. I'm gonna say that once again Manifestation without God is evil and it isn't holy. Why? Manifestation in the Bible. It's talking about procreative power. It's talking about you speaking life. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. The power of life and death is in the tongue and whosoever loveth shall eat his fruit. When you speak things into existence in the name of Jesus, that is when it is holy. That is when it is legal. But when children of the world go and manifest through the law of attraction or all of these laws made by the devil, that's when it becomes evil. Because they feel like they are doing it off of their own power and they don't recognize who was giving them this power. Okay, let's go through some scriptures. Job, chapter 23, verse five through six. And the King James, it says, I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. The Amplified Version says, I would learn the words which he would answer and understand what he would say to me. Would he contend against me with his great power? No, surely he would give attention to me. He would give attention to me. You have to understand that God pays attention and he is going to hold us accountable for every word that comes out of our mouths. So. The simple question is manifesting witchcraft, manifesting without God, manifesting without the Holy Ghost. I don't even want to call it manifesting because in the Bible, it's Proverbs eighteen twenty one. plain and simple. You can call it what you want, but people need to understand that it is what God has created. And people like to take, I'm sorry, not people, but the devil likes to take what God has created and perverts it and lets human know, humans know and lie to them, hey, you created this. You made this. You can go ahead and you can do this on your own. When that is a flat out lie. So people who don't speak things into existence with God uh, uh-uh. need <laughs> to let that thing go. You have to make sure that everything that you are speaking, is speaking in the name of Jesus and that you're not cursing yourself and that you're not cursing anyone else because your words have power, whether you believe it or not. All right. Let's go to another uh, question. Oh, this is going to be the last question as well. All right. It says, can someone get delivered more than two times? All right. I'm going to repeat the question again. Can someone get delivered more than two times? All right. I'm going to read some scripture first before we get into this. Okay. Let's go to Matthew chapter 12 verses 43 through 45. All right. Matthew chapter 12, verses 43 through 45 says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he, and taketh with himself seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. Okay, in this particular portion of scripture, this is talking about deliverance. Someone gets a demon cast out of them. The demon leaves and he doesn't find anywhere to go. It says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. So this demon gets cast out. He can't he can't find anywhere to go. So he decides to come back. As the scripture says, it says, then he said, I will return unto my home from which I came out. And when he came, when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. So when these demons get casted out, they can come back. How do they come back? Through sin. Sin opens the door for demons to come into your life. I don't care who you are. You have demons or you can have demons. No one is just (laughs) protected from not having demons in their lives. Why? Because everyone sins. Everyone makes mistakes. So that is why we always have to live a life of repentance and we have to get deliverance. Deliverance is not what you think as well. All right. And we're going to get into more into that later. Okay. Okay. But let's continue to read. It says, When he is come, he findeth the empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. So, these de- the demon is left. The demon left. He couldn't find any other person to go into. So, he brings seven more spirits with him to go back to the same person. How is he able to go back to the same person? Because that same person committed the same sin, opening the same door which the devil came in in the first place. Okay. now to answer the question simply before we continue, can someone get delivered more than two times? Yes. And in actual fact, we are living a life of repentance and a life of deliverance. Okay. let me explain. Psalm chapter 107, verse 20. Psalm chapter 107, verse 20. It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. My God. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. What is the word? Who is the word? Jesus. He sent Jesus and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Deliverance isn't all the time going through a deliverance service and body manifesting and screaming and throwing up and all of this stuff. Deliverance comes through the word of God. Deliverance comes from Jesus. Why? Because the Bible says whom the son sets free is free indeed. The Bible says the truth shall set you free. Who is the truth? Jesus. Why? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So he sent his word. He sent Jesus. He sent the truth and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Okay, So we are constantly living a life of deliverance. We're constantly getting delivered from the enemy. We're constantly getting delivered from strongholds we've built up in our minds over years. We're constantly getting delivered from oppression. We're constantly getting delivered from old mind states that we're having. We're constantly getting delivered from childish mind states that we're growing up and that we're maturing from. Okay, So we live a life of constant deliverance and constant repentance. All right. So can someone get delivered more than two times? Yes. You can get delivered as many times as you want. And honestly, as you continue to grow and as you continue to get refined by the Lord and really get tried by fire, you're going to get delivered more through the word. Your mind is going to get set free. Your body is going to get set free. The way you think, the way you act, the way you speak is going to be delivered and carried into a new realm that you've never even seen before. All right. That is all the questions for today. I thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. I prophesy over your day that it shall be blessed and highly favored wherever you are, whether it's good morning, good evening, good night, midnight, early morning, you up 3 a.m., late night snack. (laughs) We really appreciate you guys tuning into these podcasts. The goal of these podcasts is to really just to help you guys out. All right. The Bible says to just not reject anyone who needs help to those who are asking for help, to just answer those questions. And I'm here to answer those questions as best as I possibly can by letting the Lord utilize my tongue and utilize me as his servant. All right. So I love you guys in Jesus name, Father. I'm gonna close out in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for these lives. I thank you for those that were listening. I thank you that mental strongholds have been broken today. I thank you that questions have been answered today. I thank you that people have been set free and delivered from slave mentalities today in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that the questions that were answered have really helped these people and that they shall continue to grow in their relationship with you. Father, I thank you that they shall continue to grow and know you and learn more about you as they continue to live this life this life of godliness, this life of righteousness, this life full of you, Lord, and nothing but you, Lord. Father, we love you, we honor you, and we praise you. El Shaddai Adonai, you are Yahweh. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, all right, God bless you guys. Have a blessed day. We're gonna be posting part two because there are more questions, so I did not forget, but part two is gonna be on the way, all righty. God bless you guys. Have a great day, great night, great evening, great morning. Ha <laughs>